am Stakes. Welcome to my show. It's the Mr. No Name Stakes Show. Hello, How are you, my darling? I'm good. Good morning. Good morning. You know, I had a feeling that you would be up early. I'm usually up really early. I am too. But I'm having trouble um, right now because my my husband's schedule has been like, crazy for over a month oh yeah so we were you know we were in a real groove you know where he would go to bed like around nine o'clock get up at 3 30 go to work at four but he had to do an overnight project for three weeks so that was the first thing yeah. then he got covid no yep yep Yep. And I know I had it too, even though I had really mild symptoms. The reason why I know I had it is because I slept for two days. And when I am sick, I sleep a lot. You know, that's how I know I'm not, you know, my body's fighting something, whatever. And I like give in right away. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get two days of really good sleep. And I don't care if I got to chug down a bottle of NyQuil to get it. (laughs) but you know it actually his symptoms were were worse than mine then he was on vacation and then now he finally got to go to the doctor because he has had chronic bronchitis for six months okay okay what in the i have been coughing i've seriously been coughing for two months straight yeah i've never Um, had covid that i'm aware of yeah, I've been vaccinated, boosted, um, blah blah. Yeah. But I just thought it's because it's so goddamn cold here um, that it was something with our humidifier. So we, we we have like two humidifiers running. I'm still coughing. Yeah, yeah. Um, some new strain of some well, new crap of if something. He if he would have listened to me and went to the doctor, you know, like right away, mm-hmm. instead of waiting for three months until he was almost, you know. Then when I made the appointment, they're like, well, the earliest appointment is on February 8th, I think is when he went in or something like that. And we had no choice. We had to wait. So over time, it's gotten worse. And now we're waiting for insurance approval. They're going to do a CAT scan on his lungs. You know, they've his heart is fine. They say his heart is fine. I think... He has a fungus infection in his lungs that you can get from the soil that's in the pots when you purchase plants that are from places like Home Depot and Lowe's and Walmart. Are you serious? Yeah. I just bought two orchids from Aldi's, so I'll probably get some fungus now. That would be my luck. Well, <laughs> oh, um, no. You know, who knows? But see, he's had this before. And so when we lived in Minnesota... We would only buy plants and stuff from the local nursery, which is more expensive, which is more expensive. When we lived in Minnesota, girl, um, my husband is a two-time award-winning gardener, and we spent a shitload of money on gardening. I mean, we had a beautiful garden. We got married in our garden, and, you know, my whole life, I never even considered that I would ever have a garden, You know, but being married to my husband, Brian, who is like the this amazing creator, Mm -hmm. you know, 
he turned our yard, which had nothing, into an award, a two-time award-winning garden. I absolutely love flowers. Yeah. I spend a lot on flowers, not because I'm a great gardener, but because they die, and then I buy new ones to replace them, so it looks like yeah. I'm a good gardener. Yeah, but. yeah. Um, do you, how was your Valentine's Day? It was really nice. Yeah. Um, we really, we, we're not, we still, I mean we're kind of anti-social people. Isn't that terrible? Like when we were all had to like come home during the pandemic and everybody's like, Oh, I just can't take it. I can't go anywhere or do anything. Mm -hmm. I'm like, dude, we've been social distancing forever. So we're fine. You know, I, um, I realized that the isolation has actually been, um, very healthy for me. And I, I do not feel lonely because, you know, Twitter spaces, I've been doing clubhouse a little bit, not hosting, just participating a little bit. I don't know what that is. um, Clubhouse is basically Twitter spaces, but Twitter spaces um, has emojis. Clubhouse does not have emojis. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, And Twitter spaces is more um, operable for the, for the host and the moderators, in my opinion, it's more user-friendly, you know, Okay, I get super anxiety with the emojis and then I do something stupid and accidentally shut my phone off and get kicked out all the time. <laughs> like, Oh, I should be hitting like, like, like and somehow, somehow I'm out. I'm like, how'd this happen? Now I'm out. Yeah. Or you get rugged. Like I got rugged three. I was like, yeah, didn't you see, didn't you see how many times I sent an invitation to have people join my space? This morning, yeah. Yeah, I I had to send it. I was kind of like looking for you yesterday. I'm like, oh, I didn't see you yesterday. And then I'm like, no. So when I saw it this morning, came up on a notification. I'm like, oh, they're going live. So what does that mean? You got, what does it mean? What does that mean? Oh, it means that Twitter fucking shut down your space. Twitter, you know, could fucked up your space somehow. You got rugged. And it happened three times. None of the spaces were showing up at the top of my phone. Um, so I don't know what the deal is. And, you know, but who I knows? I don't understand why. Okay. I, I I don't have, like, a ton of ton of people that I follow or whatever. Like, it, yeah. compared to a lot of people, it's like, yeah. I don't know, 400 or 500 people. But there's never more than three live spaces ever on my phone, ever. I only The only one I ever go into is yours. But you'd think that with all the people that are on Twitter, there'd be more spaces that I would see. With, yeah. I mean, out of 500, there's three people that do it. Yeah. I am only hosting one scheduled space per week. Oh, okay. okay. I'm sure that that got, I mean, you used to do it like every day. That was, yes. that has been a huge commitment. It, it was, it was, it really was. You know, I really enjoy doing it, doing it and everything. Now I have one scheduled space a week. Okay. I'm trying to determine, I'm trying to determine a time slot that would work the best for everybody. And right now it's Sunday at four o'clock, but it seems like that time is hard for Tonda. It's hard for Joni, you know, because that's like when they're making dinner and stuff. Oh, sure. So now I'm like, should I change the time to eight o'clock at night? And so that would be 
um, 5 p.m. California time. You know, it'd be 8 o'clock mm-hmm. your time, mm-hmm. uh, 8 o'clock Joni's time, you know. But I don't know. You know, you can't, I can't fit everybody's schedule. No. no, I can't. You know, that's the hard part. And that's the cool thing about what you and I are doing right now. Because I use these conversations. I call them side salads. <laughs> and I use these conversations for my podcast on, you know, on Amazon and Spotify. You know, I but gotta find your podcast. I don't know how to find all that. I'll stuff. send you. I'll send you the link. I'll oh. send you the link. Yeah, because you know, I want you to hear the conversation. Of course, I like to be. I like to like listen all the time. But I, when I'm sometimes when I'm working and I work all week, yeah. And if I and a lot of times I have to do like uh, officers will call me and we have to record just to record like our interviews or our reviews for for beneficiaries and stuff. And so then I'm then I can't even listen. Then I'm just kind of, and a lot of times I have to sit and wait for them to call me. Cause you know, they don't call you. Then I just kind of sit and wait and wait and wait. Mm-hmm. So I can't always tune in, which bums me out. Yeah. Um, but as far as Sunday, it would be three o'clock your time. Oh, okay. Is, is that a time that you're normally like for me? Okay. In my pre uh, Twitter spaces, gay housewifey life. Mm-hmm. Sunday afternoon would be the time where I would be sitting around watching Lifetime movies. See, and during football season, Jody's got the whole living room out of himself, and I'm in my bedroom okay. <laughs> watching TV. Okay. I think football's over with now, but that's still a good time. It is. Okay. 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 I mean, I know that you can't be there every fucking Sunday, but girl, if something changes, you know, where you're like, hey, I'm not going to be able to be, you know, um, be on your show as much. Let me know because okay. maybe I can shift my schedule around because other people, you know, might, you know. Oh, I would hate to have you have to have you shift your schedule. I, I try to, it's, I, you know, I'm, it's, I'm like, the, I'm the person who's like the last on the list in the house. So like, yeah, I know. Cody, I know, honey. If my little boy has like, our, he's an archery now, archery tournament. Ooh, how cool really is that? Things. I love it. It's, it's, you know, it's the perfect sport because you go there, you go to the meet, and it doesn't take more than an hour, and you're out of there. Versus like uh, the wrestling things, where my oldest son was in wrestling for a while, and it was, oh my god, all damn day. And parents can uh, be crazy. Oh my god, um, my the, my parents who I know who have kids in like soccer, it's like a freaking part time job. Oh God, Minnesota no. hockey. The oh yeah, that's Minnesota the other hockey. one. That Driving is, all over the place. That is um, that's some bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's expensive. And that's overnight. It's expensive. Overnight and everything. Yeah, it's expensive. Yeah. You know, but you know what? If your kid becomes a successful professional athlete, it's all worth it. Well, you it's it, it the practice is before school, so we just run them, and it's it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday before school starts. Oh, so nice. It's not like because at the end of the day, he's yeah. he's not the biggest fan of school anyway. He doesn't want to have to stay anywhere longer than he has to. Right. He wants and, to um, and you know, you can out. still get a scholarship in archery. Yeah. 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 <laughs> not a big one, but <laughs> yeah. And he's, um, a, he's a little hunter anyway. So uh, I could never do. Do you like to hunt? No. Oh, I can never kill anything. I can't. I even hate to kill spiders, but. 
ooh, I don't, Ugh. I don't want to kill the spider because they scare me and they gross me out. But yeah, um, I don't mind if other people want to kill them for me. I'm fine with that. But I don't like, <laughs> I don't like, I don't. I'm not a hunter. I don't like, I don't like being cold. I don't want to wear the clothes. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want to be miserable. I don't want to kill something that has to be drugged out of the woods and then gutted. I mean, it all just sounds awful to me. But I'm in a family of all the men are hunting is their life, man. I know. Brian's parents in their basement, it's like a trophy room. Oh, I have a room of death in my house, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I call it the room of death. (laughs) Yeah. His mother, I have tried venison. Oh, I don't like it. I don't either. My sister used to sneak it into food when we were growing up. And I always knew that it was venison, but I didn't complain about it because I knew that that was, you know, what we were eating. Well, the Odie's, you know? my Odie's eat it. Yeah, I don't like it at all. I don't, I like don't even it like the smell of it cooking in my house. No. Oh, ugh. I know. I agree. I but agree. you know what is good? Pheasant. What? That's the one only thing that pheasant or grouse. Is the only thing that, and my the ODs don't hunt for that, but my dad does. Okay. Creamed pheasant or grouse is really good. Wait a minute. Did you say creamed? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so my is that like canned creamed possum? <laughs> I just call it pheasant and cream sauce. So they, you got to pick the buckshot out of the pheasant. It's yeah. So archaic. And then, you know, bread it and saute it and then cu- literally cover it and whipped and cream and bake it. And that's good. That sounds really good, but I still wouldn't need it. I would need it. The only meat that I'm really eating these days, it's mostly ground turkey. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds very healthy. Yeah. I yeah. ate really unhealthy for breakfast and I should be, I should be watching it and getting ready for, because my, my oldest son is getting married in September. Oh, and I need to really good for you, girl. We've known for two years, but oh, oh, they're just announcing it. Well, no, they announced it a year ago. So okay, okay, okay. So I've had you know this whole time. So of course I'm the last minute girl who's like, well, look, seven shape in seven months. That's no problem. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) We'll see, girl. You look fine. What are you talking? Girl, come on. You get more compliments. Oh, that's come on. Nice. Come on. Well, You're beautiful. You know, You're I'm gorgeous. Not a spring chicken. You know? And I, I guess for me, anytime that I have something that's coming up, it just makes me feel like, oh, here's something I can. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask uh-huh. you a question. Yeah. Okay. How old do you feel? Um, it depends on the topic, like whatever's the situation. So like. If it's sitting around with my buddies talking, I feel like I'm in eighth grade. I still think rubber cement boogers right. are funny. I think, I mean, I think I had the same sense of humor as I did, I think, my whole life. Okay. But if it's like, let's go to the gym, I feel mm-hmm. like I'm 85 years old. Really? No. Like, are you in pain? Like, physical pain? No. I've just never been. Or you're just like, not motivated. I'm completely not motivated. I'm the laziest person on the planet. Okay. I will actually sit and plot out. Like, if. If I'm in the basement working in my basement office, I'll be like, okay, so I should get a bottle of water. I need to run to the mailbox. How can I do this in the least amount of steps? I actually think it through. Yeah. What is the let me give you? Let me give you a, listen, <laughs> oh, listen, let me give you a suggestion, girl. Okay. Cause you know, gay housewifey, you know, she does not like to work hard. 
She does not. And she does not like to get her hands dirty. Mm -hmm. Okay. Not to say that gay housewifey doesn't love to go on a nice power walk in the summertime. I mean, I walk all over this town without a shirt on. And I have, you know, I'm a 51-year-old man. Mm -hmm. You know? Same age. Are we really? Mm -hmm. Yep. And your birthday, remind me again, your birthday just was just this past past week. Yeah. Yep. What, What day? On the 16th. The 16th. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. <gasps> Two days after Valentine. I know. I know. So it's like, I was like, don't buy me flowers because they're already all sold out. <laughs> Just give me cash. <laughs> I'm I got to tell you something funny about Valentine's, okay? Because, <laughs> you know, you had made the comment that you're like this um, old couple or I can't remember how you described your, your antisocial. Yeah. You know, as a couple. And, you know, my husband and I, we love, you know, spending time together. Yeah, you know, if I if he's up there watching TV, he wants me to be sitting next to him on the couch, you know, and I will sit there, but not fucking for, you know, twelve hours. Oh God, you know? Jody and I, our big thing is what we need. We need one of those like houses that they have at the cemeteries, like the mausoleum. She's like, yeah, and then they can just like put our couch in there, and then. You can sit next to me and we can hold hands and they can turn the TV on and we can just that that's where that would be the perfect place for us to be. I'm like, I totally agree. Oh my goodness, <laughs> my goodness. I've always said that I want to be buried below a Wegmans. What is that? What is oh that? my god. You know, I'm a foodie. You know, I love to cook. Ooh, we I love to entertain. Cool. You know, we don't do it anymore, you know. But um Although I am going to be having a small dinner party with my girlfriends from the flower shop that I worked at for like maybe 10 weeks. It wasn't long. It wasn't long. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to have a couple of them over for, you know, dinner or brunch or whatever. I'll figure it out, Mm -hmm. you know. But anyway, Brian needs to get the house straightened up. He needs to get my workstation set up. Girl, my husband bought me a an expensive easel for my birthday last year. Oh, nice. Okay. Last April. Motherfucker is still in the fucking box. Oh, yeah. So he's promised me that once he gets the house all organized and set up for Easter, which is what he promised me for Christmas time and Halloween and da 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 da. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've heard this before. I'm not being a biatch about it because my husband is sick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But in the meantime, in the meantime, I I got sick and tired of having to drag my supplies in and out of storage and setting up my worst workstation and breaking it down right away, you know, because I was, mm-hmm. li- I was working in my kitchen Mm-hmm. And it's ridiculous. We have a whole fucking downstairs that we use for storage and laundry. And there's a big ass freezer. Yeah. Like I can use this space, you know? So anyway, he's promised me again. We'll see what happens. Back to Valentine's Day because you had mentioned flowers. Okay. Yeah. So Valentine's Day, you know, my husband, any holiday, I should say, any holiday, I get like five pounds of chocolate oh god yes because my husband knows i love chocolate and he is always complaining about how thin i am Mm. you know so after every meal i have to have a dessert of some sort you know and so anyway 
I got five pounds of chocolate. You know, I got a card from him. I got a card from Linus. And then I got flowers. Okay. Now, mind you, normally, Brian buys the flowers from his work. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which they get probably, you know, like a week to 10 days before Valentine's Day. Okay. So, normally, Brian would be at work. And he would get me the flowers right when they came in, when they were super fresh. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay? That's what would normally happen. And then I would get some on Valentine's Day and blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> well, this year, because he was sick and he was on vacation, he didn't go back to work until February 13th. So he got... <laughs> he got like, oh, no. Were they all starting to, like... Just, well- just this one um, batch... This one set of roses, okay? Mm -hmm. And my husband hates to throw anything away, okay? (laughs) He uses all of it. He uses everything until he cannot get any use from it anymore, Okay, and I'm not saying that he's a hoarder. I'm not saying that I he's a hoarder. I kind of do the same thing. Like, oh, this yeah. is a good plastic bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, you know, he did the bouquet and everything, you know, and I didn't like gush over it. <laughs> oh my god! I did. He knows me. He knows me. Oh okay, and he was thinking the same thing. He was thinking the exact same thing, and he kept saying. Sorry, you didn't like, <laughs> like your flower. Oh my god! You know, I, 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 I don't, I don't. I'm not a girl who needs flowers. I, I love flowers, but yeah. I don't need them as a gift. I don't either. I don't either. But he gives them to me all the time. Oh, that's and, so you know, sweet, girl. You know, he fucking he cre- He's the one who created this monster gay housewifey. What is like, my favorite seriously. flower? And you know all of them. You oh, my gosh. Shop. No, I don't know all of them. I don't know all of them. But my favorite flower is is, is a lilac. Oh, I like okay. lilacs. My mom yeah. has a whole bank of them going down to the lake behind her house. Like That is one of my favorite times of year. And we have these, like, um, what do you call them? What do you call the bushes when they're smaller? Dwarf. Oh, the dwarf lilac. Yeah, we have dwarf. Yeah, yeah. You said you were saying your mom has a whole oh, my mom thing has of them? This whole, so like when you go, so my mom's house is up on a hill and then yeah. the lake kind of go down and she's got like, I don't know, two, two acres, two and a half acres. Oh, that's a nice but, side. Yeah, it's not like, the, it's not like the hugest lake in the whole wide world. So it's not a big deal. But, um. Who and cares? It's swampy. You're happy there. That's but, all that matters. Oh, yeah, it's, it's so, it's a beautiful spot. But like yeah. all the way down to the lake is this whole giant hedge of lilacs. Mm. It's really pretty. Love, love. My other, the other one though, I would say a close second is a stargazer lily. Oh, you know what? I, I actually have a little lily garden at my house and I have, I moved when we sold my grandmother's house. I went and Jody helped me move the peonies mm-hmm. from her backyard to my yard. Ooh, and I do love what my color pets. are they? Oh, well, I have one that's like pale pink on the outside and kind of like bright pink on the inside. Then Ooh. I have bright pink ones. Ooh. And I have a white one. Oh, I love the white ones. Those are probably my favorite, I think. Yeah. And then yeah. I have I have a whole bunch of tiger lilies, which I love. Yes. I Gorgeous. have some iris, but not enough. And I have I like my 
um, oh God, Lily of the Valley, just because I love how it smells. Mm-hmm. But probably my favorite flower of all is a ranunculus, and I don't think we can grow them here. I've never tried. A renac- like- what is it called? Ranunculus. Ranunculus. I'll have to remember to mm-hmm. Google that. They're so pretty. Are they? Yes, I love them. Are they, is it like a big plant or what is it? you know that? what it looks like? It looks like a rose. But okay. it's like if a poppy and a rose had a baby. Okay. It kind of looks, it's kind of like a, this little tight woman. <coughs> and it's kind of got like more of a leafy kind of, I don't know how to explain this stem. I just have always kind of li- liked them because they're different. Or I like those great big huge cabbage roses. Okay. Okay. Now hold on a second. Are you talking about moss roses? No, because I, oh my God, you should see my moss roses. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. I'll send you a picture of my moss roses. Yes, and they're one of my favorites. I, they are. I bought one of those, I bought, I don't know, like Home Depot Menards last year. This one of those big, it's a flower pot, but it looks like a big bowl. Okay. Because right in front of the lake, we have this huge rock, like rock area. So I okay. set that big bowl thing in there and it's it was a biggie. And planted the whole thing with her moss roses. It was just beautiful. Absolutely mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. lovely. I loved those. Girl, you sound like, I mean, we didn't live on a lake, you know, when we We don't live there. on a lake either. I mean, we, I, my mom does, but we just have like our little place at the lake, at the resort. Yeah. We have yeah. like a seasonal with yeah. a little camper. and. Yeah. Where we lived, when we first lived there. Every neighbor was very, you know, like proud of their yard and, you know, they took care of it very meticulously and there were no fences. Mm -hmm. And so it looked like this one big garden, you know, if you were to look out, it was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. And all of the neighbors, when we first moved in, you know, they were, it took them quite a while before they started to warm up to us for the most part. Um, but, um, once we started, the thing that really drew people to our house was how my husband decorates everything for the holidays. Well, I've seen some of, some pictures of yours with like your tree. Oh my God. Beautiful. Oh my God. Thank you. Thank you. Our, in Minnesota, I mean, we were on a bus tour and one year for Halloween, we had 700 trick-or-treaters. Oh, it was insane. It was insane. Yeah, yeah. We love to celebrate. We love to celebrate. Even our failures. You know, when something goes wrong, Mm -hmm. let's have a party. Oh, yeah. You know, let's have some people over. You know, let's do something fun. You know, fuck it. You know, fuck it. I'll send you a picture, too, sometime of. So when when our youngest Cody was little and then, you know, Jody's. A self-employed does construction stuff, so things get slower in the winter. And um, so Jody hey, was down working for like a, a month or so. Hold on, yeah, hold ahead. on. Your husband's name is Jody, and your son's name is Cody. Yep, they're my Odies. Okay, so it's Jody, Odie, Cody, Odie. This is Jody and Cody, and I call them my Odies. My oldest son's name is Zachary. I know, but I'm trying to think of like. For some reason, it's like I got drag queen names going through my head. Like, hey, <laughs> yeah. no, but it would be like yeah. King King Odie. Yep. And then something going with your son. How do you spell his name? C-O-D-Y. Your son. Your son's name. C O D Y. Shoot, I'm sorry, I didn't hear it. Say it again. C O D Y. C O D Y. Cody Joe. So we always, I always just call them my. Oh, I just I could do K O D. 
i.e. Joe sure. Odie, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, my Odies. if I ever have yeah. to mention them in writing oh, to sure. you, that's how they're going to appear. Because you know how fucking okay. crazy stupid I get with that shit. But girls, tell that's me about your birthday. Oh, God. well, we don't, we don't, there again, we don't do a whole lot of stuff. I know, we don't We either. went to my, we went to one of my favorite restaurants and ate. And the whole time my mom was like, what are you guys doing tonight? I'm like, um, I'm not sure, mom. And then I had another girlfriend who kept going, we want to take you out to dinner. And I just kind of ignored her. Because it's like, sometimes I just want to, I just want it to be S3. Yeah, sure. And then, and then I call people back when I got home, like, oh, sorry, I missed your message. Um, You're like, oh, no, I'd rather <laughs> stay home and be sad and depressed. Thanks. No, just kidding. I know. Oh, <laughs> well, as you say, one year, my Jody, when he wasn't so busy working, yeah. he, he built in our backyard mm-hmm. like a 27 foot high snowman. Oh, do you have a Oh, I do. And it was actually oh. in the newspaper. <gasps> and my neighbors were like, Okay, there's like there was like at one point a hundred people driving through our neighborhood a day to look at the gigantic snowman. Yeah, I actually don't even know how he did it because it was so humongous. And um, that summer, I swear to God, there was still a hunk of hunk of frosty left, like the beginning of June. <laughs> it was so because there was so much snow in the backyard. It was like an um, asteroid fucking hit your backyard. It took forever to dissolve. That's and crazy. Jody took a piece of paneling and cut out like a, you know, the big smile and everything. And we used like a, one of those great big, gigantic, was it like a 30 gallon um, trash can? Yeah. And then he cut a piece of plywood to make the hat. So. Wow. My husband. Oh my God. My husband. I got to tell you this. So him and his dad at one point, they made this homemade Santa sleigh. Oh, I love that. Okay. Oh my god. And it's like uh I mean not like um huge huge mm-hmm. but it's it's a good size. Okay. Girl, I could not stand this motherfucking thing. And <laughs> <laughs> I, every year I would tell him cuz I'm honest with my husband if I don't like mm-hmm. something yeah. and he does not like it when I do not approve of one of his decorations or whatever direction mm-hmm. he's going. He is so mad. You don't like the sleigh that? No, no. And actually, I think I think now I don't think I don't think he can put it up anymore. I think it's finally like done for, and we may have thrown it away. Hopefully, hopefully, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna have to remember to ask my husband. No, because he would have had it up this year, and he didn't. I know for sure he didn't have it up this year. Yay! Thank you, universe. Oh, it was hideous. My mom said. My mom said I was always such a control freak and um, kind of a jealous little girl. Yeah. My dad had his album of all these pictures when he was in the service and he'd been in Vietnam and they'd gone to China. And there's all these pictures that my dad had taken because my mom was pregnant with me at the time. So my dad would take pictures with all these little girls and say, "Um, you know, this is what I'm going to look like when we have our little girl. And it was pretty (laughs) cute. My dad, my mom said I was like three or four, I don't know, five years old, whatever. And yeah. I sat with the album and ripped every single one of them to shreds. Every picture of my dad's little girl, I ripped him up. Oh my! <laughs> wow, jealous! Oh, my mom, my mom taped them back together. <gasps> still have girl, you just gave me an idea for a horror script: a girl who gets jealous of other little girls who seem to pay too much attention to her dad. 
Daddy's and girl. And she, she kills him. She girl. kills him. Oh, yes, I'm going to write that idea down. I'm going to write it. it down. My husband would be like, ooh. Or no, my husband would be able to tell me if it's been done before because he's the type of, he loves horror movies. And he will watch them whether they're good or bad. You know, I mean, they have to be really bad for him not to watch. Here's a, I watched a movie. I don't know where I watch a lot of TV. Yeah. A long time ago. Yeah. About, so it was this guy who his wife, his wife was pregnant and they were going to have this baby. And then he found out, I don't, I don't even know how this scenario would happen, but he found out that the baby was going to be special needs and somehow arranged to convince the doctor and the wife that the baby had died in childbirth. This is a terrible story. Oh my God. I know. Seriously. And then afterwards, I'm going to smoke some pot while you're telling the story. So then (laughs) afterwards, this, um, the, the guy, the bad, the bad husband gets a, gets a, gets a camera and spends like the next 20 years of his life taking pictures wonderful pictures of all these little kids that are special needs because he realized what he did. And then after they, and then he, I don't know, dad dies or something. And then they, they go back and they see all these pictures and the mom's like, just starts bawling. She's like, I don't don't think that baby, I knew that baby never died. I mean, it was just, it was a weird movie, but kind of an interesting scenario. Sounds like it for sure. Um, Do you like true crime? Yeah. So you're kidding. Mm -hmm. Okay. We, um, I, I don't never... like it when bad things happen to little kids. I have I can't hardly yeah. watch that. I can't stomach that. Yeah. But I I kind of like things like Dexter. Like if there was a serial killer and then somebody <laughs> somebody did something douchey to somebody else and the serial killer just rips them apart. That's the kind of stuff I like. Oh well, okay, yeah. But um, I mean, I don't know if that's true or not, but I do watch true <laughs> crime. <laughs> I do watch true crime, but I especially like the gory shit. Where the bad guy gets, like, shredded to pieces. Ooh, <laughs> that yeah. warms the cackles of my heart. Me too. No. Um, I like to watch. I do watch a lot of the true crime stuff, though. Yeah. Um, I was not a true crime person until um, there was. Do you remember the Cinnamon Brown story? No. Love, Lies, and Murder, I think it was called, or something like that. I would have to Google it. It was about a girl whose father brainwashed her to murder her stepmother. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy, crazy. And that was like the first true crime. It was a made-for-TV movie. Oprah, back in the day, had her on as a guest, if I remember correctly. Mm. So you should look it up when you get the chance. You should look lately. It up. My mom and I have both been a little obsessed with the one about the two girls who disappear off that bridge. I haven't heard about this one. Oh my god! And there's a. I think there's you a watch. Do you watch that one hill. chick? That one chick with the blonde hair who talks about all the court cases and shit going on. What's her name? Yes, and is she the What's one her that's name? married? I don't know, but is she the one that's married to the guy that was on on Melrose Place? uh possibly i don't know pretty it'll come to me it'll come to me anyway finish what you were saying i don't remember anymore you know what i think you and i together um (laughs) i think we had something similar (laughs) i know what i'm talking about i don't ever remember their name most of the time we just yeah we definitely i have a remember that show you know the one with that one guy yeah 
(laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You know, I got to think about it for a moment. You know, I'm not as quick as I used to be. And it doesn't help that, um, you know, the pat doesn't help the situation. Well, I like like the the, like murder mysteries. Like I like the mystery part. Like like there was that one about the nun. Yeah. I think that was called the keepers. It was this limited series thing. And you're like, where she just disappeared. Where'd she go? Ooh, where did she go? Because she had found out some stuff, and um, yeah. Do you know those ones? Just like okay, what about Snapped? Snapped. Have you? I don't know if I've watched Snapped. That's a really, really good one. That's a good one. And then there's another one that was all about female killers. Oh fuck! What was the name of it? I remember the the primary host was a really pretty woman that had like short black hair. Okay. Um, she was like a psychiatrist of, mm. you know, criminal blah, 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 or whatever. Sure. Ah, fuck. What the fuck was the name of it? Anyway, it was all about women who killed their, their men, mm. you know, or murdered on behalf of, you know, their men, like a woman who was trying to take their man or something, you know, I would, I've always said to Jody. Jody always goes, I'd never cheat on you. I go, well, if you ever did, I wouldn't hurt you. I'd kill her. <gasps> My goodness. I said, so think about that. Yeah. that would be on you. Yeah, that'd be on you, <laughs> motherfucker. No, well, that's never going to happen because you guys are just as rock solid as me and Brian. I think are. We are Your relationship is very similar to mine. Yeah, we're not very married similar. yet, but we don't want to rush into it. It's only been 23 years. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. Give it another six months and see where you're at. That- well, the only the thing that we're thinking about now is like would be if if you have to be married for 10 years to get somebody's social security, I don't want my social security going nowhere. Right. So if you die and you're not married, it just goes to no man's land because I've worked since I was 14 fucking years yeah. old. Yeah. Well, you know, better. that's marriage is a legal document and it's mm-hmm. it does it has a lot to do with love and commitment but it mm-hmm. also has a lot to do with assets yeah you know and hey a lot of marriages fail so they have prenups yeah. you know so but my whole thing is that um you want to protect yourselves as much as possible you guys are not going anywhere obviously yeah, and i just want to make sure my social security goes if i because exactly. i'm a more unhealthy one i'm with you girl we but, got but married gets- <gasps> this is our nine year this august 24th is my nine year wedding anniversary oh wow yeah yeah. So nine years. Yep, nine years. So, so very, you're almost there, that ten year mark. You don't have to worry about it anymore. Um, I'm not worried about it, you know. Yeah, uh, I, I think just knowing a little bit of just talking with you, I don't think you have to worry about the social security isn't gonna be the thing you have to worry about for your retirement. You probably have investments and things. <laughs> well, you, you know, <laughs> I um you know, the thing about money is that you have to live on the money that you have. I know. That's it. You know, yeah. that's the hard part. And it took me a very long time to learn that. Yeah. You know, as stupid as it sounds, as stupid as, as it sounds. Oh, you know, I, but I, we're fucking. If, some, if one of my girlfriends were to call me and say, oh my God, I'm at Nordstrom. I found the best handbag. Should yeah. I pay my mortgage or get the bag? I'd be like, get the bag. <laughs> get the bag. <laughs> totally get the bag. 
I'm, I'm the worst one. That would be, you know, back when I was, you know, working and I was making really good money, mm-hmm. you know, I could buy whatever the fuck I wanted. You know, I didn't even fucking, I remember one time, girl, I found, I had been looking and looking and looking and looking for a really nice bag, mm-hmm. okay, that I could put all my shit in. You know, and carry with me everywhere I go that did not look like a fucking purse, you know, mm-hmm. because even though I'm a girly gay, I don't like to look like a girly gay. You know, I look like a homeless person. Like <laughs> yeah, I do. Right. It's not I'm not kidding you. I look like a homeless person everywhere I go. And that's fine because I ha- I no longer have the desire or the need to, you know, look nice, dress nice, impress anybody, you know, all of that are things that I had to do for work. Yeah. You know, and I don't have to, I have to do it again. You know, seriously. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Everywhere I go, I wear the same outfit. Everywhere I go. Every as morning much as I, possible. Up, I put on black leggings and a black undershirt and then something yeah. over it. Yeah. There Every day. Go. It's like I wear jammies. Good to go. That's what I do too. That's what I, the only time I leave the house is if I have to go get weed. And even (laughs) though, even though my husband is registered in my my medical marijuana thing Mm -hmm. where he could go and pick up my weed for me, it is the one motherfucking thing that he refuses to do for me. He's like, you're going to get your own fucking weed. I'm not going to get your fucking weed for you. So, do you have to like go to a dispensary for that, or do you have to go to like the yeah. pharmacy or to a dispensary? It, yeah, I go to a dispensary. It's called Cure Leaf, but now we have two recreational marijuana dispensaries that are one hour and twenty minutes from my house. Hmm. So, guess where I'm gonna go for my birthday? Not, not that I really need to, because Cure Leaf actually has pretty good weed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very consistent, and they sell whole flour. And when they have it for um, thirty percent off, twenty five mm-hmm. or thirty percent off, um, you get like I got three eighths of extra strength high THC weed. And it cost me $130. So $130 for three quarters of a half an ounce, basically. So I don't know if have I told you that I have a family member who who has a dispensary in Washington. Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. It's called the Freedom Market. What? Mm-hmm. And his name is Todd Bratton. But here's the thing. Yeah. yeah I, have, I have a family member who was one of the first peoples to have a license to have a dispensary in the state of Washington. I've never even tried weed. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Seriously. Oh my no. God, girl. We got to do something about that because you're missing <laughs> out. I'm just letting you know. And you know, if you want to lose weight, girl, I'm telling you. And if you need energy, huh. taking a couple of fucking hits off a of sativa is going to perk your ass up better than a fucking cup of coffee. I'm not kidding. You know, I don't know that I need to lose much weight. I, if I could, if I lost. Then why do you keep pounds, talking about it? Well, be, you know what? I'm not, I'm just out of shape. <laughs> I need to firm up. I think I that's just, the cosmopolitan magazine. Like yeah, that is like, 
ingrained in you know a lot of women's heads yeah and i'm not into i don't want to look like i don't want to i think curves on women look nice i don't think i don't i don't like kardashian curves to that point i think that gets to be too much i do not like real thin yeah, I just want to. You be, just want to be healthy. I just want to be fit, and, and I'm you gonna, are. No, I'm not. Dude, I definitely am not. I, I would be like, I'd have to take. Okay, I might have to sit down and take a break, going up and down the stairs. Okay, well, you, you, <laughs> I, I, you hide it very well, my dear. I'm just to gonna say up. that. I'm just yeah. gonna say that. I told I've gained, um, from the holidays. I think I gained like a pound or two. I definitely have gained since the since since yeah. Christmas, and then I did eat an entire bag of dubbed milk chocolates um, on Valentine's Day because I love them. Damn, those are girl. good. Damn, girl, I ate. Um, I opened. I cracked open one of the large um, boxes of uh, chocolates. It was a big red heart. Mm. Okay, and I ate. 10 pieces of it i mean i ate a lot that first night i ate a lot i went to bed like i went to bed like you know you you shouldn't have done it you know there's nothing i can do about it now but whatever you know i poke holes in all of them to see what's in them on the bottom no no yeah you gotta have the surprise when you bite into it i can't have the surprise i don't like dark chocolate it tastes (laughs) like dirt and i don't eat i i don't eat anything that's like if it's like some creamy nougat, gross stuff, or like if it's pink, I don't. Eat it. I only eat. I only eat it if there's fudge in it or caramel in it. That's it. Okay. Note to self. Note to self. You know, debutante likes uh, caramel and fudge. Like so, that. like a cho- a milk chocolate covered caramel. Yes. Do you like nuts in your fudge? Um. No. You don't. Okay. There you go. No, but yet I love like almonds and I love macadamia nuts. Oh, if it's macadamia nuts, caramel and white chocolate, I'm all over it. Ooh. But have you no. tried those? Um, it's a macadamia nut that's coated in toffee, coated in chocolate, and then rolled in powdered sugar. Have you tried those? No, but I definitely want that. That sounds oh, super good. Oh, hold on. I'm gonna, no, I'll have to remember. I'll have to make a note. To look them up for you. They're awesome. They're awesome. They yeah, really. I like candy. I do too. I eat. <sighs> do you guys have a fleet farm? By yes. You? Absolutely. Okay. So fleet man's farm. Mall. What'd you say? We call it the man's mall. The man's mall. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. I've never heard that before. Because that's the only place the guys always want to go. Fleet farm. Man's mall. Girl, listen. If Brian wants to go to Home Depot. Please don't even ask me. I always wait in the car as much as possible. When we go to Home Depot, we go to Lowe's. Okay. But Fleet Farm, Fleet Farm on the other hand. Okay. Fleet Farm has the best candy department. Yes, they do. In all of fucking uh, Minnesota, practically. Other than, have you ever been to the world's biggest candy store down around, I think it's called Juno, No. No. It's south of the Twin Cities. I have to look that. Girl, what? Are you kidding me? No. Wow. You know, and my parents with their food, all their food vending stuff. When yeah. When we were kids, my parents, because, you know, we always had, like, the corn dog stuff in the summer. Yeah. So they said they'd do something in the winter. 
So my parents, we, they start, they called it Northwoods fudge company. Okay. And we would go to, um, we would set up at all like these, yeah. uh, you know, convention centers. So that like, if they're like in Duluth, they'd have a big boat show. Yeah. So we'd go to the boat show in Duluth and set up and we sold this Northwoods fudge. So it was all fudge. Ooh. And my parents had the best fudge. It was, um, Bailey's Irish cream. <gasps> oh my God. I swear to God. I think about that Bailey's Irish cream fudge all the time. It was so good. Girl, you know, I will have to look up a recipe and see if I can make some for you and then have my hubbies take me and I can pop it in the mail. <laughs> and my mom, we, I, I suppose it's like eight years ago or so. Yeah. We did it. We fired up the old, you know, it was like a KitchenAid stand mixer, but it's got the heated base. Okay. To make the fudge. Okay. And we made, made fudge one year for for everybody for um for christmas and it was kind of like his mom still had you know the boxes that we would put it all in and stuff okay but we haven't done that in a long time it's kind of a free and they also they had they also did like amaretto fudge <gasps> they would get like um yeah oh peach schnapps they did peach schnapps fudge with the white so like the baileys and the peach schnapps and stuff that was in the white fudge interesting i don't know if Ooh. i care for that as much well it was all and my parents were like, well, if we can put booze in fudge, that was back when my mom was still there. <laughs> <laughs> that would work. <laughs> but girl, yeah, speaking of speaking of, I made um pat brownies for the first time this oh past God. week. Yeah. Yeah. We had some kids in high school, and I know I went to high school in the 80s. So we were in home ec and some kids, the Hokum boys, they brought they brought weed to school and put it in the chocolate chip cookies. Um and then you have to you have to you have to turn your cookies in to get graded. And he got like it's like, yeah, the teacher gave me like A plus on the pot cookies. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, you guys, you could get in so much trouble. Oil. You know, like, Bad I, it's either grapeseed oil or avocado oil. I'm not sure which, what, what it's made from. But I put a half a cup in a recipe for a 9 by 13 pan of brownies um, and then a half a cup of butter. All right. And you could barely taste the pot. You could barely taste it. But see, I, I didn't care for it so much because you get a different kind of feeling when you eat it than when you smoke it. And I had to eat this huge fucking hunk of brownie girl. <laughs> Not kidding. You. And I just, I can't, I can't eat that much of a fucking brownie. You know, brownie is so rich. It is. You know? it Chocolate, is. on the other hand, you know, when I can get my hands on some some infused chocolate, you know, like from the dispensary. I think I might give that a try. Yeah. I've seen like on some of the housewives shows or I don't know, some of the shows I watch where they have like a chef in Colorado and they do a whole um, like pot dinner. Like they put yes. it in everything. Yes. Interesting. Yes. I bought some, a few things from or no, I'm sorry, she gave them to me. Sorry, this girlfriend of mine gave them to me. And one of them was cannabis infused sugar. Mm -hmm. And I sprinkled some in my coffee. And I did like the sensation, but I didn't care so much for the taste of it with my coffee. Mm. 
So. You know, I don't know why I never really smoked pot or tried pot. I, get, I mean, I was around it in high school. Yeah. It was always like my friends that were doing it. It was like in a backseat of a car with like they'd smash down a pop can or a beer can. I'd be like, it just doesn't look that that cool. <laughs> like, Girl, I don't listen. Out of a smash pop pop can, I don't get it. Well. <laughs> Honey, we're much more sophisticated about Yeah, I think now. yeah, I think I'm relating it to something different. Okay. If you ever get a chance, you know, try like a five milligram gummy. Gummy bear, huh? Yep. You want to take it on an empty stomach. All right. Five milligrams ain't gonna do much. It's gonna give you a nice little, you know, subtle buzz. Okay. Um, and if it if you don't like it, eat something. Okay. All right. And that'll like put the kibosh on it. So it doesn't like make you super hungry. Like my girlfriends that used to eat like an entire bag of Funyuns or Beagles. Um, it depends. Like, you guys are going to be so sorry that you gave up, you carb loaded like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In my opinion, if you don't want to be hungry, choose a sativa strain. Huh. Sativa gives you energy and the other one, um, Indica, makes you laugh more. It makes you relax more. It helps you sleep, you know. Do you think of how good you would be working at one of those dispensaries? Hey, I applied. For this. You could sell this to people who've never tried it before like me. I applied. I applied. I think I'm too eccentric no, for, the, for the manager, you know, when I go in there. Because I don't pretend to be somebody that I'm not. I'm not, you know, I realize that when I'm talking, you know, my wrists are flailing and I know how my voice sounds because I'm a fucking spaces host and I listen to my recordings, you know, but it's like, I know who I am. And if they, I have a resume, you know, I have, I, I've, um, on my resume when I worked at AT AT&T, you know, I got to work with the White House. That is so cool. You know, and I mean, it wasn't like this big role or anything like that. Okay. Other than when Benghazi was attacked, that I had to moderate the call, but that was not with the president. That was with, I think it was his director of communications or somebody. Holy buck. Okay. Yeah. And I'll tell you one thing about the Obama administration. Mm -hmm. They had their shit together. You know, that was, I always thought that there was, I felt like, felt more classy oh they would come <laughs> if they had a call listen if they had something scheduled okay they'd cop hop on five minutes before the thing was gonna start everybody knew exactly what they were gonna do and they executed perfectly hmm. perfectly every fucking time wow. i mean they knew what they were doing they knew what they were doing so um, I only got to help on one call with the president, and that was, um, I believe it was shortly after he, he was reelected, and he did a call to thank everyone who helped in getting him reelection, like all of the ministers across the country or pastors or reverends or, you know, oh, however yeah. they refer to them, religious leaders. Oh my you know, goodness. This is, community this is leaders. It was crazy. There were thousands. I mean, this call just like blew up. I think it had in the end, I think it had like 
fucking 8,000 people on this call. So that is so interesting to me because my, my boss, and you know, we, we do a couple different things at the company that I work for. And one of them is we do guardianship, conservatorship, trusts, stuff like that. Yeah. So out of all the stuff that we've done for like the last 14 years, the biggest estate we've ever, ever had to manage was my boss's uncle who passed away at the age of 80 something. He had never been married, but he had been a campus pastor all, all at like, I don't know, maybe five or six different colleges across, across Minnesota. And when I was going through everything, I found, um, in some of his paperwork, I'm like, Oh my God. I said, John, this is a thank you note from Barack Obama. And he's like, what? I said, this is a thank you note from Barack Obama thanking Tom for a donation. So, I mean, he didn't make his money being a minister. My bosses, they come from money that's got family money. But I'm I'm like, oh my God, this is the coolest thing. And a little while later, there was some, there was another note. And it was, it was. Girl, listen, I come from money. Listen, no, it was on that call. I want to tell you something, girl. I come from money that's got no money. Okay, <laughs> my parents sell corn dogs. Yeah, Mr. yeah. Sticks. I mean, it wouldn't <laughs> surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me if he was on the call. But, but you know, at that, we also had like um some a couple of plates from a, a White House luncheon that Ooh, cool. that Michelle Obama put on. How and, and apparently Tom was there, and then there was a thank mm. you note for her, and then we had the luncheon plates. So, Girl, let me tell you something. If I had one of those plates, I would use it every single oh my God. day. I will try and find you one because if we, I thought, I, don't, I mean, no, keep in mind, it took seven semi loads to get the stuff from Brainerd to Alec. And Whoa. It took, it, and it took five more semi loads to get it from his place in Florida to Minnesota. Holy shit. I thought I had a lot of shit. I only have one semi load, girl. But we, have, we still have. Five, John had to buy shipping containers. So there's five shipping wow. containers right now at where his office building is filled with what's left. And then 14 garages filled with what's left after having 15 auctions and 33 sales. Girl, you know who Seriously. that, holy shit. You know who that reminds me of this fucking is um, Michael Jackson. Mm. He has like, I watched, you know, the documentary on him, um, I'm sure you, everybody I watched I did, it. I've watched them. Yeah, I mean, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. But I will say one thing about, positive about the documentary is, um, I mean, it was a good documentary. I mean, it laid it out. I felt like, it. you know, the people who um, shared their story, that had to be really hard oh, for them to do. Yeah. Um, but what I remember about it is the cinematography of the California landscape. Mm-hmm. And the Californian neighborhoods, yeah. you know, I mean, just the way that they portrayed, you know, the lifestyle, you know, overall of, you know, people who live there and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. That's, that, <sighs> I don't want to go there. Yeah. I don't want to go there. But Michael Jackson would go and just point his finger. I want that. I want that. I want that. I want that. I mean, it was like impulse buying on steroids. Oh, well, John's uncle had, you know, so he lived like when he was, he was a campus pastor in, um, on the East coast, like in Connecticut and yeah, where that's like where all the good stuff is. (laughs) (laughs) Then he was down, then he was down in the the South. So he was in Savannah. Ooh, I want to go there. 
Oh, I went there. Jody and I went there like three years ago. We went to Charleston and Savannah during Christmas time when they have all the lights and stuff up. And then we we even went and spent one night on Jekyll Island. Oh, my God. Jekyll Island is everything. Really? It's where it used to be a game reserve. Mm -hmm. So, like, the people who the Vanderbilts. Um, JP Morgan. Oh, they from built like this. Gilded you Age. should see the hotel there. It is beyond amazing. It's uh, it's original. It's just it's just absolutely beautiful. Girl, but I have always loved the South, and I love antiques. So my boss, when his uncle died, that was his. So Tom was never married. Tom was um, a Lutheran minister, but he 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 knew that he was gay from when he was a teenager. Okay, so. Um, but he, he had such good taste. He loved books and antiques and I'm telling you the antiques and for him, it was all about the hunt. I don't even know if he, if he cared to sell it. He just wanted to find it and girl cataloged it. And some of the most, and I, I call myself a dish whore. I love (laughs) antique dishes. Girl. Oh my God. There's another thing. Tumblers, silverware, like real silver. I mean, just absolutely incredible. Baccarat China, and then he he went to Europe many times, and he, he'd bring things back. So he looked, and they're Swedish, so he'd always bring back like Orafors, or Costa Boda. Um, okay, what is an Orafor and Costa? It's crystal. Orafor oh, is my. a type of Swedish crystal. Costa Boda. Um, oh, so what you're saying is he's not the kind of person that was collecting princess house crystal. No, my mom was oh! the princess house crystal lady. Hold on, <laughs> wait a minute. No, she's not. Yes, she she didn't oh. sell it. She never sold it. But her and her girlfriends, I swear to God, for a period of like eight years, they oh. must have had fifty parties amongst them. There's so much princess house crap at my mom's house. Oh my god. <laughs> My mom's house is all princess house, crystal, and snow babies. What's a snow baby? Oh, my God. The Department 56, those little cream-colored things that... No. Um, I th- don't they're, they're figurines. It's, okay. it's, they're, my mom has, like, curio cabinets full of snow babies. And then don't get me started on her beanie babies. Oh, my God. Girl, the next time you're at your mom's house, please take some pictures of this collection. I will okay. say, okay, I will say, because... I have an obsession with pumpkins and Halloween is my favorite time of year because of, because of the decorations, because of the, that is the kickoff of the candy season, which lasts from Halloween to Easter. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I love Halloween too. We just love Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I have a huge pumpkin collection and I'm always saying, like, I'm not going to buy another fucking pumpkin. But Do you have any at, of the old paper mache jack lanterns, the antique ones? Some I of don't those think are so. Fortune. No, I don't think so. Like three hundred bucks a piece. Really? Uh huh. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I don't think I do, but I definitely have some unique items. For sure, because a lot of my items have been purchased from like gift shops. You know, like these mm-hmm. little mom and pop gift shops. Yeah. And I. Oh, he was your uncle, right? He was my boss's uncle. Your boss's uncle, Tom. Okay. I'm like him. My husband and I, girl, it took us 10, or no, wait a minute. Let me think for just a minute. Five years to pick out living room furniture. Oh, that would be Jody. Yeah, 
because it was either more money that we wanted to pay or he liked it and I didn't or vice versa. And so finally, you know, when we bought a house, we had no choice because then we had a family room and a formal living room. And so we needed to have something decent, you know, for when company came over because we fucking entertained like almost on a weekly basis, you know, and we don't do that anymore. And um, even if I wanted to do that now, I wouldn't spend the money on it, you know, because it's Mm -hmm. it's expensive to entertain like that. You know, it so, is like the dishes. I, I, I can't even begin to tell you how many sets of China and oh my stuff God. that we had. I mean, Limoges China, just t- I, like literally Girl. tons and tons and tons. And so for people who entertain, oh, wow. Girl, set me loose in the warehouse. Oh, you wouldn't even. <laughs> and even even with and we had some people that did weddings and like their wedding coordinator. They came and bought sets of dishes because he had some dishes that were like for 100 people holy cow oh no he was in, oh. he, he, he went all out <laughs> so, oh. so he was have, really into it i do have some really because you know i was the one who was going through everything first yeah yeah you know what we did so at the beginning the auctions i'm like this is just a joke some of these i said john these auctions are starting to piss me off because we'd go down and watch them and i go they they just sold immigrant immigrant trunks from like 1840, 1850, 1860, where they had to come over on sail ships, <laughs> where ships still had fucking sails. And the goddamn immigrant trunks that have their names on it, they spell America, A-M-E-R-I-K-A, went for 25 damn dollars. I'm like, uh-uh. This is... So where John has his office, there was this big garage. <clears throat> and we converted that garage into a shop. Like, and so every Thursday... We would put these signs out and we just would say it's a state sale. Oh, the estate sale took out off like a bat out of hell. So every Thursday we'd put down all of our paperwork. I'd go back there and we'd all of a sudden it was doctor's wives, lawyer's wives. Every antique dealer in all of our county would come fill their shops with the stuff. Mm-hmm. But then it got to be so much work just to open the boxes because. Yeah. It reminded me of Indiana Jones at the end of the movie when they have the Ark of the Covenant and they walk in that big warehouse oh, and all these boxes. Yeah. That's how his stuff was. He packed everything really nice, but we didn't, when they, they we had to, ins- John was going to try to insure stuff. And so I had to call the insurance guy and I'm like, yeah, we're looking at insurance. We're in a state that my, my boss just inherited. And they're like, well, what do you have? I'm like, okay, um, I don't know, like 300,000 boxes of, I don't know what. Wow. How do you insure that? Girl. So then the doctor's wives, they're like, you must be so much fun to open all this stuff. I go, well, let's have a box opening party. They're like, you don't know what's in the box. Like, a box it. opening party? What the fuck is there that? Like 12 or, th- I know it sounds terrible, 12 or 13 <laughs> of these rich, fancy ladies from from our, our hometown came. We had wine. We had appetizers and dessert. And yeah. All of us girls did in the office was we brought the boxes in and the ladies stood around because we had this huge island. Yeah. I I mean, it used to be a drafting office, so it's humongous. They stood there, drank their wine, and opened boxes for three or four hours. And they were like, this is like the funnest day ever. (laughs) And then, of course, they all. Well, yeah, anything's fun with wine. Duh. Well, it's fun if you have like 13 people unboxing for three hours. But when it was just the three of us girls. Yeah. It was just overwhelming yeah i know 
You got to take it one box at a time. It was really super fun. What was the coolest thing that you found? Oh, that is a good question. So we did find a a salt glazed crock from 17 and it's got a date on it of like 1730 something and the and it's cobalt blue glaze and it says lard on the front. Wow. That was cool. But then we oh, but then we have we had monk books cuz you know he was he was he was a Lutheran minister, but he collected every kind of relig- anything religious. Uh-huh. So there were there were monk books from 1535. Yeah. So they're not even published. They're every single page is written and had hand sewn, and then the covers were vellum. Um, wow. We had a. Okay, so he was also a big you know fan of Minnesota, of course. And is it Sinclair Lewis? No. Oh, Scott Fitzgerald. So if anything was ever written in Minnesota, so he had several like first editions of um, F. Scott Fitzgerald books, and he had a couple that had been autographed. That's so cool. those were very good. Um, and indenture, we had an. I mean, there's so there's so much cool stuff that it's I could just go on and on. But an indenture from an indentured an indentured servant, and then that <clears throat> was wax sealed and signed by like King George something. Wow, that's it was, cool. You know, it was like a, I think I learned a lot about all his stuff that he collected was you know china of course yeah and he did love um he must have gone in phases because then there was like the french furniture phase then there's mid-century modern phase yeah then there was when he was working at a college somewhere in duluth art then he started getting into all this art um there was probably ten thousand picture frames and a lot of them were like walnut or the big ornate glazed one, like gold, gold looking ones. Mm-hmm. Um, lots hey, of this China. guy knew his shit, man. Oh, he totally knew his shit. And the books. So, I mean, definitely over 10,000 books. That oh, we had. I want the books. I would, Some I would have been, if I had so the money, cool. I would have been like, I want like all the books. Huh? We sold a lot of books. We sold a lot of books for a dollar a piece, mm-hmm. but the books that he had were like the, um, he had such some of his books are so like the $85 coffee table books about uh, southern plantations. Yeah, I or, love books like that. I yeah, just love art, books, period. All the art books. I I I bought over a hundred art books. Ooh, I'm jealous. Yeah. So not the, the Van Gogh, like the Vincent Van Gogh books that I think they were called Letters to Theo. And then there was a whole series of them that was done. That was that thing that sold for like when it was new, like six, seven hundred dollars, I bought it for like five bucks. What the fuck? I know. Damn. I have um a book on Van Gogh. He is one of my favorite artists. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that much about art, you know. And Me you've too. seen you've seen pictures of my art, I'm sure. Yes. Um, but uh it's a work in progress, you know, just like everything else that I'm doing, my script and my show and blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. You know. Um but Van Gogh, you know, his brush strokes is what, you know, really draws me to his work and his, his choice of color. Oh, you know? it's, uh, for me, it's 100 percent. Yeah. How he but there's color. so much there's so many other things, though, that he's done that people don't know. It's like my work has been has been um, compared to I think his name is Bastiat. Or Basquiat. Basquiat. Yeah. Basquiat. Okay. He was a and, street artist in New York City. Yeah. But see, yep. when they're they're talking about that one painting, which I think is called The Robot. 
There's yep. so many other things that he has done. Yeah. You know, he dated Madonna. He was good friends with Andy Warhol. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, there's a movie on Basquiat. I love it. I just sent you a picture of Jack's or uh, Vincent van Gogh's peach tree that's in my house. And you can't see how it's actually huge. You can't actually see how big it is. And it's not a real painting. It's just like a, I think they call it a Geely copy. So it yeah. looks like it's real, but okay. it's in one of those big, thick frames from Tom. Beautiful. That, that's the Van Gogh, one of his versions of the peach tree. That's amazing. But I mean, you know, it's kind of like when I look at this painting, I kind of see his work as being the inspiration behind the style of Dr. Seuss. Oh, yeah. You know, I see a similarity there because of the brush strokes, like the way that the doc, Dr. Seuss stylized his plant. And didn't you know? Basquiat use mixed medium? So he would use a, a, like a, like a, like a, an oil pencil and then he would paint. And I liked that he would like, he always had little crowns on stuff or he'd write flea. <laughs> he would write paintings. Flea. Oh, he would? Yeah. There's, <clears throat> there's yeah. like, I've seen somewhere he wrote like flea or he'd put little messages. Yeah. Girl, I'm getting ready to paint my first large piece. Nice. You know, yeah. My first five foot by, I think it's five foot by six foot. That is cool. Yeah, I'm gonna get the biggest canvas that I can that I can possibly work on. I might not be able to do five foot by six foot in this space because the the ceilings are short, and I have to rotate my canvas a lot. So oh, I, sure. I might need to do like four by five or something. But either way, I'm gonna have a large canvas to work on, and I'm gonna do a few hugs. Because you cool. know how I like my F you hugs. Yep. You know, on everything. You know, it's like my ketchup. <laughs> it's like my ketchup. <laughs> I like my F you hugs on everything. No, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I can't wait. I'm going to use my good paints. Mm -hmm. You know, that I I've kind of, do you use like the, um, the Winslow paints or which paints do you, have you bought the Van Gogh oil paints or do you paint with oil? I paint with acrylic. With acrylic. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I have been collecting the golden brand okay. open line it's called open acrylics for like the last like i don't know year year and a half i've been buying two uh tubes every time my husband gets paid so every two weeks paint is like damn expensive <laughs> oh it's ridiculous it's ridiculous but see the thing about my work is I really strongly believe the more color, the better. And what I've discovered throughout my process is that every color goes together. Mm -hmm. Every color goes together. Sometimes you have to pair it with another color to get it to go together with a third color or something, you know. But every single color goes together in my eyes, you know. I love that. I yeah. when, I, when, I plant my, when I plant my flowers... I don't like, I know some people have like, they only plant white. I just plant whatever I like. And yes. I stick it all together and it yes. always works. <laughs> yes. And Absolutely. And girl, this year, I'm having fucking trouble, girl, right now. My big challenge right now is getting marijuana seeds so that I can start growing pot at home because I legally can't. I can oh, have, yeah. So I've been researching where to buy seeds from and they're fucking expensive. 
I can't They're imagine. crazy. Some of them are like twenty or thirty dollars a seed, for depending a seed. on what you're getting. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. one seed. Yeah, I, I, I suppose you can't like just order them mail order. <laughs> you can. You, you can. can. You can. Yeah. Huh. You can. Um, but I, right now I'm researching it because I want my husband to start seeds in the house right now, and then right after Memorial Day. Pat, put him outside and put him in the garden and then I want him to hide them behind a wall of giant sunflowers or so that hocks. nobody sunflowers and hollyhocks Ooh, hollyhocks we have so tons high. yeah hollyhocks too good idea thank you because those are yeah. get so thick and tall yeah so we're working on it girl we're working on it you know, and like I said, my husband's a two-time award-winning gardener. So there you go. That's, uh-huh. I would think that's all you need. Exactly. I mean, with his knowledge, I mean, doesn't, I mean, I, I, I thought. Growing pot, though, is a little farm, bit different. There was, weed, there was marijuana growing behind the barn. They, didn't, they uh, never planted it. Yeah. Ditch weed. You don't want that. Oh. I, no, you don't want that, girl. Is that actually a thing? It is, yes. And it'll give you a headache is what it'll give you. Go that route. Yeah, but mm. you know I'm uh I cannot live without my pot. <laughs> like I can't. My I husband, hope... Matt. He's not my husband. Jody, his brother Chad is exactly the same way. Yeah. Chad. Chad has always had anxiety. Unfortunately, Chad's been in a lot of trouble in his life, but um, his anxiety and stuff. It's that's what that's what he says calms him. Um, and he's whenever our the family gets together. Every so often, everybody's like, where's Chad? And we're like, he's probably in the car smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> like, all the time. Yeah. It's so nice not, you know, to not have to fucking hide anymore. Yeah, I think you, you know? still have to hide in Minnesota. I don't know. Yeah, you, you probably do. Because you only have the medical. I'm surprised that they haven't legalized recreational weed yet. I mean, that's just, it's just stupid at this point. It really is. My cousin Todd sent me this thing um, a, year, a couple years ago about this man who had Parkinson's. Yeah. And then they show how, I mean, he was shaking so bad. He could hardly, he could hardly feed himself. And then he, he, you know, takes this, the medical marijuana or the marijuana, whatever, and his tremors cease. I mean, they just, they, it's like, it's like going from shaking so bad that he can't control it. To, to the there being no shaking, I, believe I mean, that. I would think that the medical world would would. Do you think that maybe the reason they don't is because the big pharmacies, because because they, they if they can't control it, ain't nobody gonna have it. Is that it? I mean, that's probably part of it, you know. But you got you know, I think the big thing is how it's been politicized. Probably, yeah. you know, and I mean, just you know, whatever, you know. Um, I'm just thankful. That I finally live in a state where I can smoke as much as I want, and I can throw it and enjoy it as much as I want. Because I'm telling you, girl, when I wake up in the morning mm-hmm. and my anxiety fucking starts to kick in, man, you know. Well, you know I have anxiety. Yeah. It, it pops up all the time. I, I don't take anything for it. I just, I yeah. just hold myself up in the house. Yeah. Well, I don't want to take, you know, I don't want to take um, like a medication, you know, like an antidepressant or something like that. It seems like all those, 
all everything that's a prescription, you take one prescription, you have to take another prescription to ward off the other effects of the first prescription. Yeah. Then pretty soon you're taking like 12 things. Right. Well, lisinopril is one of the reasons why I'm, you know, gay housewifey. Because I'm, I took that drug and I'm telling you, it fucked up my head. Aww. It did. I used to be able to fucking, I had a fucking hard job, girl. I was a complex billing specialist, Jeez. you know, and I still had 17 or no, 13 years left to go to retirement, but I could not do this job anymore because mm. things just fucking could not register anymore. And I couldn't, I couldn't remember things like I remembered them, mm-hmm. you know, but really the straw that broke the camel's back was when my husband got sick oh, and yeah. that was it. I lost all of my coping skills. I thought he was going to die. I lost all of my coping skills. Mm-hmm. You know? And I finally told him because I was starting to go into that place again where I wanted to kill myself again because oh, no. I couldn't hit it. And so I told him, I said, I need, I realized that I was at a place in my life where something had to give. And unfortunately it did have to be the job because I couldn't, mm-hmm. number one, I couldn't do it anymore. And number two, I absolutely fucking hated working for that company. See, you can't, I hated it. That's, that, there's just, that work is, and I've always kind of, but that was a is. damn good job, girl. I'm oh, it sounds you. like it. It was a damn good job. Work is yeah. the thing that we're supposed to do to get to our real life, which is home. Yes. And, you, and you shouldn't be, if you have to spend, God, so much of your life in a work, it shouldn't, you just should never be miserable. Well, you know, the thing about it was that um, we were overloaded with work at the time because what we didn't know was that they were planning on shutting down the office. Mm. And so it was like four months after I retired early. They closed that office and I'm glad that I left because now I'm working on Mr. No Name Stakes, which is something that I enjoy. And somehow, some way, it's going to lead to financial success that will be to benefit myself and benefit people who I will never meet. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to get there. You will. You know, you I will. get there, you know. And as far as that job is concerned, it's money, you know, yeah. and money comes and money goes. Yeah, it sure does. You know, and it doesn't matter how much you have, you spend exactly. it all. Exactly. You got to you gotta <laughs> learn to live on what you got. You got to It doesn't matter how much you have or it. don't have. People have find a way to spend all of it. Well, in my opinion, you know, Everybody admires, you know, these people, they, you know, like real housewives, for example. Okay. You know, they, they want to be like the Kardashians, you know, and all that shit. That's not where the happiness is at. All of those things that they have, those big houses and these businesses, because that's what they really are. They're a walking, talking, fucking business. Yeah. It's a lot of stress. It's a lot of stress and it's a lot of responsibility. Mm-hmm. You know, and I used to always want things because I grew up, I didn't have much, mm-hmm. you know, and now I know the secret to happiness is to be fucking happy with what you got right here, 
right now. Don't think about what you want in the future or what you haven't had in the past or anything. Focus on the here and now. You know, that's yep. it. You know? I remember in high school one time. <laughs> this is so terrible. <laughs> I was, my sister had had some friends come over and spend the night. Yeah. And it had just gotten cold. And this girl left her jacket there. And um, it had gotten so cold. And I'm like, Mom, we, it's, it's really cold out. I can't wear a sweatshirt to school anymore. It's Minnesota. It's like 20 below. I need to get a jacket. She's like, there's a jacket right here. Just wear it. And I'm like, it's not even my jacket, Mom. She's like, well, it'll keep you warm today. So I, I work, I work to school and then I see that girl and I'm like, I go, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I have your jacket on. And she goes, no, I don't think it's my jacket. I'm like, Oh, okay. So the next day I wear the jacket again and they were like the girl, they were like rich people. Uh-huh. Like her parents were doctors. I think they just fucking felt sorry for me not having a jacket. <laughs> and just pretended like it wasn't their jacket. I wore somebody's somebody else's jacket for a whole year. And my mom lit me. <laughs> Or I would have been frozen to death. Girl, you are too fucking funny. Girl. And when guest jeans were a big thing, mm-hmm. Ricky and I both worked. We we got one. My sister's two and a half years younger than me. We got one pair of guest jeans. She's also four inches taller than me. We had to share them. Oh my word! It was not cute. Yeah, <laughs> not, not a good look. God. That's funny, girl. You know what? You got to do what you got to do sometimes. And those guest jeans were, if I remember correctly, it, they were like. Um, they were $50 back then. <laughs> were they 50 I was going to say 75 mm. Yeah, I was going to say 75 I got a free pair because my one of my brothers um, was not in a, he was separated. Mm-hmm. And um, he was living with me, um, sleeping on my couch in my apartment. And um, he was hooking up with my sister's boss. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was just, you know, friends with benefits. It wasn't, I think that she was more into him than he was into her. Okay. Well, at one point, Something went wrong, Mm -hmm. and this woman wanted me to drive with her past the house that my brother's wife was living in. Oh, geez. Okay? So that she would know who she was and what she looked like. Because she would be like, oh, why is James with that woman or whatever? You know, like, I knew what she was doing. Okay, I wasn't even though I was young, I wasn't stupid. Mm -hmm. All right. But I always play stupid. That's one of my biggest tools. Play stupid. You know, I'm serious. It's absolutely doesn't matter how much you know about about your job. If there's somebody new that works there, an employee and they come and if you if you play. okay, this is how you do that. That's all you'll do with them whenever they. Anybody that knew would come to me, I'd be like, yeah, I don't know how to do that. Well, haven't you been here like 12 years? I'm like, I don't remember. Yeah. Sorry. I'm just one of the, I'm just, you know, sucking up space here, taking home paycheck. Thanks. I don't have, I don't have three and a half hours a day to answer your questions. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just going to say stupid. Where's well, the copy paper? I don't know. Why weren't they trained, you know, yeah. completely? You know what yeah, I mean? I don't, I'm not a yeah. trainer. Yeah. Um, it was just, you know, whatever. Now I forget what the fuck I was talking about. Mm. The house, the jeans. 
Oh, yeah, the guest jeans. So anyway, she wanted me to drive over there with her so that this woman would know who she was. Well, I did not like my husband's wife either. And that is like a whole chin wag, my love. <laughs> oh, God. I lived with them when I first moved to Phoenix when I was 19 years old. I like lived with them. And this woman was just a piece of work, a piece of work, you know, and I don't think she's alive anymore, but man, she had some really, she had some really weird ideas. Like this one time she made fried chicken. Okay. And Uh she asked me which piece I would like. And I told her I wanted a chicken breast. And she told me that the white meat was for the women and the dark meat was for the men. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, I was like, okay, that's fine. Then I don't want any. Mm-hmm. And I went into my room. You know, I, I had a book and I started reading, you know, just hung out in my room, you know. But I thought, what the fuck? You know, so then she's like, she's trying to get me to come out. You can have a chicken breast. You can have a chicken. No, I don't want it, bitch. Save the I neck mean, for me. Just weird shit. I mean, I can go on and on. Her daughter lived there because her daughter had a kid with some guy who wasn't, you know, paying child support, I think, you know, and her daughter was a meth head. And so the daughter lived there because the my brother's wife wanted to protect the granddaughter. So I'll give her credit for that. I'll give her credit for that. But part of the package was that the boyfriend had to live there, too. And he was a meth head. Both of them were bisexual. Okay, and they tried to get me in bed. I don't know how many times, how many times. And guess what I did? I played stupid like I didn't know what you're talking about because I was a virgin at the time. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I have to say at the age of 19, I was quite skilled at doing other things. All right. Which everybody (laughs) knows. Everybody knows. (laughs) If you listen to my Twitter spaces, I talk about all the time. But, um. You know, I mean, it was just a really fucking bizarre fucking situation. Like this one time, I'll never forget this. I was um, sitting outside having a cigarette and I was waiting for, I was going to have to leave for work. And her, my brother's wife's other son came over to the house. And this guy was like, holy fucking shit. Was this guy good looking? Mm. I mean, really fucking good looking, you know? And um, anyway, I was sitting outside and I think I left and then I had to come back. Okay. Or something like that. Okay. But I came back into the house and when I came back in, he came um, walking out and he had his pants unzipped. And I could see his dick. Oh, my God. And this guy, this guy was, I can't remember what religion he was practicing. I think he was a Jehovah's Witness. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, I mean, everybody asked me all the time back then, are you gay? Are you gay? Are you gay? And I would always say no, because I really didn't understand what it meant. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was just always told you shouldn't act that way. You know, I was always told, don't be yourself. Don't be yourself. You know, that was the message, you know. But um, I'm telling you, girl, that was some fucking, that was a fucked up time in my life. And when I finally got my own apartment, man, 
when I finally got my own apartment, you know, and then my brother comes to live with me and then I'm driving over there. I told her, I'm like, I'll go with you, but you got to buy me a pair of guest jeans. Mm -hmm. And she said, that's fine. And so mission accomplished. My brother's wife saw her. Nothing became of it. It was a waste of time. It was a waste of fucking time. You know, I don't know what she was really trying to prove or whatever, but I thought it was stupid. Like, you know, you guys were fucking, Mm -hmm. you know, that's all it was that, you know, my brother was married at the time, Mm. you know, separated and they weren't even separated for that long because they would go back and forth. You know, he would go and he would stay with a friend of his, you know, he stayed with me more than once. Mm. You know, why would you pursue someone who is attached like that? It makes no sense whatsoever. You know, have you ever, ever been interested in anybody who is married? No. No, me neither. But I was married when I met Jody. Yeah, I know you were. Oh, you were. I mean. But you weren't happy. You were miserable. And not that that makes it right. I I didn't act on it till after. I mean, it was a whole year before I met. I mean, I met, I just met, I just saw Jody. And he well, my, hold on it. a second. Hold on. I want to say something to you, okay? Because you just made a comment that doesn't make it right. Okay? Mm-hmm. In my opinion, in my opinion, when you decided that you were going to pursue Jody or be with Jody, that was when you made it right because it wasn't right before. So, yes, you made it right, girl. You did the right thing. Right There's no question. Long time. It hadn't been right, right. for a long time. It exactly. Was, and exactly. I, I, I just I just saw Jody. Yeah. And um, uh, he I, he asked me. Girl, your husband is your husband is very handsome. Isn't he? So yes, handsome. he's oh very God. handsome. And I never thought I would ever even see him again. I didn't see him again until the next year. Girl, I, you made some damn good corn dogs and lemonade. Oh, gosh. Corn dog. Yeah. But then, you know, when I saw Jody the next year. But how that, cool, though, too, was, that the I love, your him. love for music, you know, oh, We Fest connected all you. All I did too. was I kissed him. And then yeah. I didn't see Jody again until after Tim and I were separated. Was it a deep kiss? Yes. Ooh, but girl. it was like, we didn't have sex or anything like that until I was divorced. Because yeah. I, I think I'm. I'm my mother has, you know, always, always makes me feel bad about everything. So I always have this fear, like, if, if my mom, my mom be like, if you smoke marijuana, you're going to be brain damaged. Oh. Like, that was, like, it, like my mom always puts the fear of everything in you. And I think I'm just naive enough to go, okay. Oh. So I'm going to have to talk to you. I about- was afraid that I was going to see this heathen person and burn in hell if I really, <laughs> even though I, I had emotionally left cheated on my husband i was oh, too afraid to before you know i forget mean? hold on now before yeah. i forget i need to ask you for the radio station that your mother is on but give me one second hold oh, on sure. because i'm gonna make a note of this okay what's the name of the radio station kxra kxra oops is there a like 102 or something like it's that? It's actually AM <gasps> okay. AM. I love AM. Go ahead. It's AM and the, the call letters are 1490, 1490. But you can stream. So I guess they you can stream past shows and stuff. And it is if you wanna if you wanna hear some good old fashioned Minnesota <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mr. Stakes. Oh, good God almighty. 
it's, I mean, we're talking tater tot hot dish. We're going to have a lutefisk um, supper. No lutefisk. No. Yep. Obituaries in 20 minutes. And you know, what is it with the fucking the obsession that Minnesotans have with pickles? It's like weird. I don't, no, I'm not. It's a, weird. I only like pickles if they're like Ugh. rolled in like Black Forest ham and cream cheese. I like those. Yeah, but I don't, I don't like actually want to eat like a homemade pickle. It just sounds disgusting. When is but your mom's? When is your mom's show? From five a.m. and then to ten. But probably the best would be listening between nine and ten when they do something called open line. <laughs> okay. So open line is like the talk show where people will call in or they'll. Um, you know, it'll be like, today we're going to talk to State Trooper Joe. He's going to talk about some new changes. Or, and, like, Fridays, people just call in there and be like, when, why is there a stop sign on 3rd and Broadway? There should be a light there. Like, old people all call him, bitch. It's super funny. It sounds like, and I'm writing this down. Is this on Friday morning? Friday? Well, just Friday from the the actual, like, like anybody can call in day is Friday from nine to 10, but then usually Monday through Thursday, they have um, oh, so it's people every that are day. scheduled to speak. So they'll have like, my, my, they've had Dionne Warwick will okay. call in and speak. And they've had, um, they've had all kinds of famous people that'll call in and speak or if they're selling a book or something, but then they still have like, you know, so-and-so from the master gardeners here or, uh, Trish, the librarian from the Douglas County Library, will be on at nine thirty. <laughs> How exciting! It's How funny. exciting! What is the name of the show? It's it's just the morning show. The morning show. But then they do have something called Open Line, and okay. that's from nine to ten. Okay, but that's just on Friday. That's just when anybody can call in. But they do have Open Line Monday through Friday. But usually it's it's scheduled. What's like their, they have like their what's guest the phone number? What's the phone number? It is 320. I think it's 7628167 is I think the call in number. But they have like a website and stuff. Okay, I'm going to look it up, girl. And my but my mom was on forever with with this guy Dennis who retired a while ago. Mm-hmm. And so my mom just got back from Florida on Tuesday and she went out her and my stepdad went out to Florida and spent the whole week with Dennis. Mhm. In Florida, and I bet you know what they okay. So Dennis is retired, and he goes, Oh my god, I can't wait, Patty, to tell the DPC that you're Clement. And I'm like, Mom, what is the DPC? And he goes, He goes, Well, that's their that's their coffee club. They get up in the morning, they go, they have coffee, then they get their floaties, they go to the pool, and they all like this group of like nine, ten old men float in the pool. I'm like, Well, what does DP stand for? She goes, It's the Dead Peckers Club. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, mom, that is Girl, so there's another fucking idea. The Dead Peckers Club. script. You gave me two of them. Mm. You gave me two of them. I already forget the first one, but hey. They're just happily retired. And I love what, it. What was the first one? The first one was the little girl who rips up any pictures of her dad and goes on killing spree. Oh, yes. Her dad with yes. kids. I got to remember to write these down. Seriously, girl. Oh, what my God. Dad was Santa. Hey, I have one more question for you, okay? Before, because I'm going to have to go pretty soon because my other girlfriends are coming, coming. Okay. Um, But when I'm trying to plan a trip to come back to Minnesota, Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I want to come around the time of the fair. Oh, perfect. Okay? okay. And so my question to you is, if my husband and I were to, you know, like, be in Minnesota, mm-hmm. like, the first one to two days of the fair, which is Thursday and Friday, right? Let's, yep, it's, yeah, I think they have a preview night Wednesday night. Okay, okay. But if we were in Minnesota, are you going to be busy doing the stuff with your mom's business and stuff or no? No, more than likely not. Um, okay. Not after last year when I got in a fight with my little cousin. Like, she's like. About the uh, the money thing, right? Oh, yeah, we got in a big fight. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, was a, that was a good story. It's actually, she was like 15, 16 years old when I got in a fight with her. Yeah, I'll fight with anybody. I don't care. <laughs> You're like, I'm checking your fucking ass, little oh, she's, girl. She's little awesome. girl. The yeah. fair is usually like the middle of August. So like, I think it's like the, I think last year it was like the 17th to the 21st. Um, Labor Day is the last day of the fair, I think. Oh, Labor Day is, isn't that the first in like, isn't that the first? Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's oh the first God. Monday in September, and I think it lasts for 10 days. Huh. So I'd have to look at the calendar. But you will be you will be available. You're not going to be. That's my question. That's Because okay. I'm going to have a very Mom? short amount of time. I'm on, I'm on the phone. Wait. Yeah. All right, girl, you got to go. You got to go, girl. I love you, debutante. Can you hear me? Dang it. What happened? Girl, where are you? Hmm. Uh, 